Awareness sucks until it doesn't. I should know. I've been a practicing licensed clinical social worker in New York for more than 30 years. We have been given enough awareness, awareness on how to expand to satisfy the two universal desires, being happy and being loved. Now what? Now it is time to live it. This podcast focuses on transcending awareness into practice. Hello, this is Yolanda Kumidu. Welcome to my podcast. Today, uh, I talked to Lynn, and she was curious about the theme of emotional boundaries, how emotional boundaries are different with at the workplace and in personal level with family. What are emotional boundaries? Is it important to establish boundaries with people? And how do you handle someone who repeatedly invades and violates your boundaries? And why do some people uh, insist in violating your boundaries? And of course, how you can handle it. My curious guest today is Lynn. Lynn has been taking a reprieve from work in property management always uh, has a a lifelong interest in the healing arts, ancestral healing, behavioral patterns, and the ever-evolving balance of masculine and feminine energies. theme of uh, emotional boundaries. Yes. And um, my first question was, how would you define emotional boundaries? How do you define emotional boundaries? When you think emotional boundaries, what, how does it that speak to you? I delineate it two different ways, because I think of boundaries, maybe the type of boundaries you might have in a work environment. And then emotional boundaries seem like the type of boundaries you might have with a family environment because there's more of a charge. And so whenever I establish a boundary with somebody at work, it feels less detached. So I wouldn't exactly use the word emotional until it's maybe personal with a partner or somebody where there's actual emotion involved. Attachment involved. Yeah, like not in a professional setting. I don't use the word emotional boundary for that, even though at work it could get charged, but in a different way. So when you're talking about boundaries, you're talking about um, your boundaries, a space, uh, an emotional, physical, um, energetic space around you that is private and and um, uh, at what point someone can invade that space? 
Well, some of it is undefined. And so sometimes you don't even realize a space is being invaded. And so when a sense of violation might come up, that's where you might say, look, this isn't something that I'm particularly comfortable with. So in the future, let's handle it differently. And then when I find the emotional part comes up is there are certain types of personalities that just disregard even if you energetically, mentally, physically, verbally state you want a boundary. The emotional part comes up for me when somebody doesn't even doesn't acknowledge it, ignores it. So when you realize that you have been invaded, like using your word, it feels uh, that's what I'm asking. It, it feels uncomfortable to your to your to your space, to your energy, to your your body reacts. Um, a sense of being, yes, a sense of being. I think that um, a lot of times we project who we are, and many times I've often felt uncomfortable asking for things, and so many times I'll make the assumption another person will feel the same way. And I'll see that they'll ask for something, then you have to have a boundary of learning to say no. The emotional part, I feel, comes up the charge when you continue a relationship with somebody and they seem not to acknowledge that you said not this. Okay, so that is more more um, uh, more uh, clear to me. So you're talking about um, when you want to say no, I don't like this, stop there. And it can be on any any um, level. It can be um, someone inviting you out and then you say no, and then they insist you go out with them to right. dinner, for example. It can be right. as, as um, no charge as that right. and anywhere, you know, more, more serious and more intense. So you see, m- my idea of, of boundaries, they have to do with where, at what, I think every person, that's how I understand it, has their own unique space between them and, and how much space before they feel invaded invaded meaning being pushed around being told what to do um being in in, someone insisting on on something and um and some people have some people don't even realize that they have been invaded until the the body starts feeling uncomfortable right so because the first sign you see of uh, this space, this invisible boundary, energetic va- boundary that each individual has, and it's an indi- it's individual for every person. So right. my boundaries might be more more space, and yours might be closer to you. So, for example, I can tolerate more <laughs> people saying insisting. Uh, you know, and and letting them insist before, and someone the first time that someone repeats a request, they immediately put up their hands and they say stop. Is that what you are talking about? This invasion? Yes. Okay. So, you see, I see it as first of all is unique. 
some people tolerate more and some people tolerate yet le- yet um less and um the difficulty in so some people have no difficulty saying stop i don't like that please don't repeat that and some people feel uncomfortable feel invaded but have difficulty saying stop they wait and wait and wait and either it comes to explosion or a fight or they never say no and they just feel bad about themselves right. after uh, and 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 living the situation they might say ah why didn't i say no why didn't i just stop that person and it has to do with each person's personality so there are some people people that have difficulty saying no when their body tells them they've been invaded with insisting with pushing with controlling the other person doing that those people are people that carry a part of the personality that is very important that they please the other that the other is kept happy right. and there's always the fear that if i say no or stop the other person might not like it they might get angry at them and they allow they say nothing so they feel their body feels uncomfortability and being invaded but because the main concern is not to displease the other they take it they swallow it they take it take it and they say nothing and some people are straight talkers meaning they think nothing to say immediately stop so there are two parts here one part that's the way i see it anyway that depending on who i am what personality i carry if i want if i'm very um concerned what the other person will feel i might not say anything and allow being invaded in my space now you see when we feel invaded by our, in our in, in, in invaded in our space it means that um our safety you see the boundary is where is up to the point we feel safe and trust there yes. is trust and we feel safe I, I would add though it was more than two i feel like it's um on some level your safety and then it's assessing who you're dealing with because some people who seem like maybe they're love bombing or flattering right and you say a no and they find another way to get you to say yes and you go i know i'm really not a pushover and yet somehow they find another way so i think it's also evaluating a person that you're dealing with in addition to whether or not you're a people pleaser whether or not it, i don't always want to be emphatically no but if something feels like i shouldn't have to take this on and this person always manages to get you to do it then and it then you have to make a decision especially if it's not uh work related or family what do i do with this this is constantly coming up 
there's elements of the relationship that are rewarding, but somehow I constantly get blindsided with this, um, it seems predatory. And 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 you make you're being crystal clear and at some point the discomfort makes you want to just sever the relationship even though there's some other elements to the relationship that are nice and that that's because you feel blindsided so it's a little bit more than just your personal space and then you know there's some of these relationships they're beautiful because you know them from young and you go I don't want to discard this because we could never rebuild this history. And so then you have to have an impasse that seems a little uncomfortable where you're constantly saying, remember I said no. So, so are you asking or are you talking about how do you handle someone who insists even after you clear say no? Yes. And also that I've encountered that so many times and I go, am I putting out this message? Because I feel like I'm crystal clear when I communicate. I'll say, I'll let you know if I'll let you know if it doesn't seem right that day, I'll tell you. And so then I go, why is this emerging a lot in my life? Is it because I attract a lot of this? I, I don't think I'm a people pleaser, but maybe it Initially, I might look that way, but I go, it seems to be a theme. So what do I need to do to, because I don't want to ostracize myself from the world, but I said, well, this is very recurring. And some people don't understand that your time is, well, I just need this day to myself. I don't want to even justify why I don't want to come like that. So what is your question? And my question is like, when somebody tells me, no, I'm not going to make it, end of story. Right. Yeah, I have some of those friendships. They're beautiful. You just go, not today. I'll catch up another time. End of story. So the person that persists and yet you you don't want to discard the relationship, how to up level it so that it doesn't feel like a wrestling match. Well, maybe it's a relationship of a wrestling match. (laughs) Maybe that is the relationship because some relationships... Um, each each relationship has its own personality, right. you see. And if it's a wrestling match, that's the relationship. Mm-hmm. And perhaps at one point, especially with long relationships, long history relationships, um, people uh, tend to feel that if I have a long history with you, we should never change or end god forbid we end the relationship and i'm not talking or encouraging ending it's about if it's a relationship with whose which personality with the personality of this trait that you're talking about that the other person just persists and you said clearly no and they persist that is the relationship. That is. that is the relationship. So at that point, if it causes you more, because the person who's going to make a change is the person with the most pain, <laughs> the, that you is annoyed the most. So if that happens to be you, then you have several choices. Either you recognize and predict 
that this is the relationship and accept the fact. So if I know you are the kind of person that you will insist, I accept this is our relationship. And with you, I have to say no 10 times. Right. Or I decide I'm just too tired at this point. We had a good run. We need to end. And you say, but why? And I say, I'm just tired of saying no more than three times. Right. Or I accept that with you, this is the relationship. This is the turn that the relationship takes. And I accept it and I walk around it. Meaning, I know whenever it it comes to something that we will have to agree or... It will be a wrestling match. <laughs> wrestling match. And I, w- I, with Lynn, I wrestle. With Mary, it's easier. But with Lynn, I wrestle. I, uh, so it yeah. happens my sister's name is Mary, so that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and so, she handles things like this. Yeah. Don't worry and does what she wants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it, it's, 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 and, and then it's a matter of um, uh, are you ready to accept it and go around it? Going around it, meaning accepting this is, it, yes, yeah. and predict it. So whenever you deal with that person, you just need to prepare yourself because a relationship like that is quite predictable and repetitive. It's there we go again, there we go again. If it's viable to you mm-hmm. and you don't want to sever relationships and there is other aspects of the relationship right. that are points of connection that are precious exactly, and you don't find with other people, then you, sp- you see, Lynn, because in every single relationship, there are points that are so precious and valuable points of connection that if you take those points out, the relationship really With flatline. doesn't, yeah, flat, I like that, flatlines, no, no reason to be together. And then there are points in relationship that I call points of disconnection that we don't like, but is nothing we can do about, and we work around them. And then in the middle, there are points of adjustment, Meaning, there are points that I don't like and I speak to you. We go to therapy together. We speak to some other friends to see, can we work around this this misunderstanding, this issue, this problem, this conflict we are having? And you try to do something different, maybe lower your boundaries and me trying to be more sensitive. Okay? And... and we adjust. But if it falls to the category of this falls into the category of points of disconnection, it means they're not going to change. Right. Especially, and you know when it's points of disconnection, because like you said before, it's something that I said to that person, please don't do that. Please don't repeat it. And it keeps happening and happening. Most probably is it's not going to change. Yeah. Right. So, I've yet to see it. Um, it is different, though, when it's family, because there's some extenuating complex layers of commitment. 
I hate to say this, but I noticed as like the older members died off, <laughs> it was easier to have boundaries with cousins and peers because if you disappointed a cousin, then it would hurt a whole other generation. So, but I did notice because maybe I wasn't evaluating myself correctly that I thought I was definitive and firm and I noticed a pattern of attracting this. So what is it within myself from the, I mean, I, I hate to be Gestapo, but like from the onset, do you have to be clear? Okay, so on that, it's not enough sometimes, Lynn, to say, please don't do this again. It's very important who in you, what energy in you says, stop, please don't do that again. Because if it's the part of me that is... Needing validation. Needing Beautiful, thank you. Needing validation. And I say to you, please don't do that again. It sounds different than if the the different part of me that is a Gestapo, that is in some ways a a warrior, a protector, willing, this part of me willing to fight for me, to protect me, I will say, please don't say this again. You see, it sounds different. I deliver it very differently. So if the part of me that needs validation says it, the energy vibration that goes out, the words are there, the same words, but is received as, oh, there are many cracks here. Uh, She says it, but she doesn't really mean it. But if the more firm energy vibration, the part of you that has a different vibration comes in and you access that part, that is able to become much more concerned with and focus where you are at and what you want to say and deliver it instead of focusing what I'm about to say, what, how is it going to be received? Right. You see, there are two different approaches. So what you are saying is... Who in you is saying, don't do this again? And that requires awareness of catching yourself into knowing (laughs) who in you in some ways is speaking. Right. Well, a lot of this, though, in my experience has come up from being blindsided. And so I go, I didn't know I have to be so preemptive. And then at that point, I I say, well, I think I have to assess who I'm dealing with. And like I said, in a work environment is very different. Somehow, anytime I felt violated in a work environment, it never stays with me because it's not that deeply (laughs) personal. But in in the context of friendships or family or partners. Because there's more concern. There's more emotion. Uh, There's a more emotional connection. And concern that we we stay attached. So there, there's a more challenge to detach from someone that you love or someone that you have long history. Because you see, to say it from the part that I said before, the part that is 
is a warrior almost to say, don't do this again, requires conscious detachment. Meaning, I just focus on myself and I'm not so concerned how you're going to hear it. I am concerned in protecting myself this moment. Right. And, and it's more challenging when you are constantly concerned with the outcome. With the outcome. Yeah, uh, because you love the person, because you have a close relationship and a long history. Um, and I think some the way that you're presenting it, um, perhaps um, some of those people take advantage of that, use right. that. Um, yeah, yeah. And also... Is that n- helpful? Yes. Does that make yes, sense for and you? And also, um, nostalgia, sometimes it, it's like, oh, I, I just can't discard a person, <laughs> you know? And so at that point, I feel like I don't want to be a referee. And so you go, well, what is it, what is it with the other person I, I feel myself, if somebody says no, and I have some friendships like that, and we all just go, okay, we catch up when we can. It feels very evolved. But what is it with the person who just won't take no, and that's when you come to this impasse and are balancing whether or not you should move forward. And the sense of violation, though, um, feels like depending on the situation, sometimes you're facing very adverse conditions. And you say no, because this and this. And you'll feel the person still try to twist you. At that point, it's no longer about a boundary. It's almost like selfish. So then then it leaves a bad feeling about the friendship, you know. And so I think that's where emotions, you know, you constantly have to detach. And but then, I guess your point is right. Once you say what you have to say, the it seems that the... Um, the magic in this is not to be concerned about the outcome. You've stated what you've stated. These people survive. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think it's uh, important to establish a boundary in all relations or the they're sort of unwritten ones always? That is that really depends um on on the kind of relationship i mean it's not a, a a rule written in stone that we need to have boundaries in all relationships it depends when do you feel um, the the level of trust the level right. of closeness um and that would the, be the key word though trust yes absolutely because if the trust is less you, I will guess, you will be less concerned about the outcome. (laughs) If there's a lot of trust there, you don't want to lose the trust. So you're more careful. But again, it really depends on who in you says the no and how much is your concern about the outcome. Right, but by and large, probably, most relations do have just unwritten rules and boundaries that we're going to respect certain lines won't be crossed. You need to verbalize that. You see, that is also something that if someone invades all the time, you need to have a calm when you're both calm and you feel um, you're, you're not fighting, let's put it that way, and you are calm and you're not annoyed or angry, that deserves a conversation 
with the focus of the boundaries. So not only saying, please don't do that at the time when the invasion is happening, but when it's something, uh, it's a time of neutral time that is not about request and yes or no. It's a just neutral time where the two of you are calm. Right. You need to have a conversation stating what works and what doesn't work for you, what you need and what you don't need, what you like and you don't like. But again, not with attachment to the outcome, meaning how it will affect the other person, because there is a lot of openings there. Right. You need to be bring access the energy that is stating and protecting yourself. Right. Yeah. And you want to up level. It seems like every decade or so I have to up level. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, we're, we're not. Yes, we're not the same people anymore. So, and also there's some cultural, right? Like, Absolutely. my culture had no concept of, of boundaries. Yeah, it was like hundreds of people were over, and, and sometimes they were growing up. They were just people growing at my home just because they were from the same village as my mother. <laughs> Exactly. There was culture no yeah. is very uh, cultural uh, effects here are very very uh, uh, relevant. Absolutely, there's some cultures that it's more community. So individuation right. and individual space and time, um, it's it's just n- n- not. Uh, familiar, There's not no aware. delineation. Nothing. And and I think depending on that setting, you learn them later in life, which I, it's interesting because sometimes I, I saw myself as a person who was very direct and outspoken, and yet I'd go, how did this line get blurred again? So, you know, and I, I felt like maybe there was also um, a certain personality type that you attract until you learn this lesson? You attract always the opposite personality. So if you still don't know how to say no and and keep it and, and ground it, and you keep attracting people who invade. That's and definitely the, the case. And also the polar opposite, that yes. we were raised never to ask. And so how do I get these people who ask? <laughs> you know, we, unless I feel really comfortable, I would never really ask for anything. And the only way to balance that is to take a little bit and become like them. You start asking. Right. Which I I learned. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you keep attracting the opposite. If you never ask, uh, uh, you always tend to give. You attract takers. (laughs) And that's an age old story, right? That is how personalities move. We always attract what we don't know or refuse or don't want to do we attract that opposite or what we have to refine yeah because the universe wants us to be balanced so it brings the opposite in relationship it brings what we cannot do in relationship to help us learn to help us learn to be like the opposite person to balance ourselves right a bit more And the interesting part, though, about sitting down with a person and saying, we need to discuss this. It's interesting that sometimes no matter what you say, that person will never understand your point of view because they see it like, well, don't you want to please me? (laughs) 
<laughs> and so you're going, well, that's not even the discussion. And so, like you said, I think those are the relations that you have to accept. Okay, I'm with a wrestler. I have to wrestle. <laughs> or enough. Right. We need to, I'm we tired. Need to move on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, you always have a choice. Right. Always have a choice. Yeah. So like always, hoping that um, you found yourselves learning and becoming aware of some more information on this subject and beyond awareness, getting some practical uh, ideas where you can put into practice and hoping also that inspires some more questions that you might have on this subject. And if you do, please email them to me awareness sucks podcast at gmail.com. I will be more than happy to receive your questions, your comments, and respond to them. Until next time, yahara.